Hi everyone and welcome to Understand the Bible, Thought for the Week. We're going to be looking at Psalm 2 today. So I'll read it out, then we'll think about it, and then we'll have a prayer at the end. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he will be angry, and your way will lead to your destruction. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. So, as we thought a little bit about in uh, Psalm 1, Psalms 1 and 2 are like the gateway to the Psalms. But Psalm 1 is thinking more about uh, the individual and Psalm 2 kind of thinks more about uh, the nation and sort of taking the bigger picture. So let's think about what it says. It starts out by asking the question, why? And it's kind of like an exasperated why. You know that if you've got children, you, you might find this. Um, I've got a three-year-old at the moment who um, you might say, why do you just carry on ignoring us when you know it's all going to end in tears? You know, why do you keep on ignoring going to the toilet until it's too late? Or all of that sort of thing. It's that kind of exasperated why, but on a bigger, uh, on a bigger scale, why do the nations always conspire and plot and rise up against God? You know, saying this is just what the nations do, and it's, it's almost tiresome that this is what they do. And they just say, let's break their chains and, and throw off their shackles. You know, that's what the peoples of the, the nations, what the nations and governments think about God. You know, they just think that, that God is a harsh ruler, someone who we need to throw off his shackles in order to be free. And that's what people really want, you know, freedom, but freedom from God, freedom from his rules to live in the way that they want rather than in the way that God wants. Well, how does God respond to that? It says, the one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. And here we see clear evidence that God does God does laugh. But in this instance, it's actually laughter in a, um, an incredulous way. You know, it's kind of like, again, if we go back to the, the parenting example, you know, if my, my little girl says, that she she doesn't want to do something you know well she's going to have to because i'm her i'm her daddy and you know she's going to have to do what i say in the end even if she she resists and it's that kind of image with with god you know why do the nations just end up kind of trying to resist when actually that you know that it's ridiculous and that's the picture he he says um, uh, god rebukes them in his anger terrifies them in his wrath saying I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. And so God says, I've put my king there. You may rage and you may throw a tantrum, but I have got my king 
I have installed my king where I want him and there's nothing you can do about that. And it says, I will proclaim the Lord's decree. Uh, you are my son. Today I have become your father. This is um, the language that the Bible often uses about being crowned. You know, that becoming a father is sometimes the language used about being a, being made a king. And um, you see that actually, we don't have time to look at it, but there are um, different parts of the Old Testament where that, that sort of phrase is used. And this is, of course, as we know, talking at the end of the day about Jesus being made the king, the chosen, God's chosen king. And it says, ask me, I will make the nations your inheritance, that you will break them with a rod of iron and dash them to pieces like pottery. So there is no limit to his reign. You know, all across the world, every nation is under under the rule of, of God's chosen king, his son. And it says, uh, you will break them with a rod of iron. This is actually, this verse is quoted in the book of, uh, of Revelation. And um, this is where it's describing Jesus' return. And it's saying, you know, at the moment, the nations may rage and the nations may, you know, try to um, throw off God's shackles. But one day they will come to acknowledge that Jesus is king and they will be made to acknowledge that Jesus is king. So how should we respond to this message? And this is what the last part of the psalm is about. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. So to be wise and to be warned go together. You know, we need to listen to this. It says, serve the Lord with fear, celebrate his rule. You know, so don't just serve God, but celebrate. You know, it is a joyful thing, actually, for, for God's king to be on the throne. It's a good thing. It's something that we should celebrate rather than just kind of serving him. Oh, do we have to? But, but it should be a joyful and a good thing to serve God. And it says, kiss the son, kiss his son or he will be angry and your way will lead to your destruction for his wrath can flare up in a moment. It's not saying that God is is sort of like he can, his temper can just you know like like some people his temper can just flare up and lash out. It's, God's not like that, uh, but rather that you know we need to treat the Son of God appropriately because there will come a day when there will be a day of anger against those uh, those people those nations who have not uh, obeyed and served Him and have not have just wanted to to throw off his shackles and go their own way and it says blessed are all who take refuge in him and that's the case both now and in the future because there will come a day when all those who reject the son are punished but uh, we are blessed if we take refuge in him because we will find uh, refuge we will find eternal life through and only through Jesus Christ so this is uh, this is saying, you know, despite all appearances to the contrary, God is still in control. God's king is still on the throne. And although it may look like everything is going crazy at the moment, and to me, it certainly does look like that. You know, I, I don't like looking at the news, to be honest, because it's always bad news and there's always terrible stuff going on um, in our country and across the world. So many bad things happening. But we can be confident that God is still on the throne. He's still got his king there and that you know, our allegiance should be with him, not with any earthly power at the end of the day. 
but our allegiance should lie with God, with his son Jesus. And you know, we should acknowledge his reign and acknowledge him as the king over the earth now. And uh, you know, we will take refuge in him. He will keep us safe and especially keep us safe eternally uh, when Jesus returns and to judge the living and the dead. So let's let's take refuge in him now. Let's uh, let's pray for our nation um, wherever. You know, if you're watching this from the UK, like I am, we can pray for, for our country. But whatever your country is, pray for our leaders to acknowledge God's son and uh, pray that many people will come to acknowledge him before it is too late. So let's take a moment to pray now and ask God to to help us to take these things on board and to put this into practice. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your son, the Lord Jesus, is on the throne, despite the, the way that uh, so many things in the world seem to be um, going. Uh, there are so many wrong things happening. We thank you, Lord, that you are still rule, uh, ruler, still in control. And we pray, Lord, for our own country, whichever country that may be. We just pray, Heavenly Father, um, that, that our leaders would uh, seek you and your will and would uh, want to acknowledge your son as the king. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that you would help many people to take refuge in you before it is too late. And we pray, Lord, that whatever we're facing today, whatever we are facing this week, you would help us to take refuge in you and take refuge in your son. We just thank you, Heavenly Father, for, for your blessings and your protection. Pray that you will be with us this day and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for watching everyone. These will be going up on YouTube and on Facebook each week. So if you haven't subscribed or, or liked the page already, you can do that on YouTube or you can do that on Facebook. And do have a look at the website as well, understandthebible.uk. But thanks very much for joining me and I hope to see you again for the next one of these next week. God bless.